How's it going, folks? My name is Ethan Lee. You are, I don't, I don't know who you are. Uh, you are, you are, you are you. <laughs> That's where we're going to go with that. My name is Ethan Lee. I'm the host here at Marina White Audible. I'm the site expert over at Marina White Nation. Marina White Nation is owned by Fansided, and you can follow Fansided on Spreaker. You really should. So just go to Spreaker.com, look up Fansided, follow them there. You can follow me at Marina White Nation or at um, my personal Twitter at Lee Ethan J. And what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about how Mississippi State is one game away from contending for a national title. Now, in a previous version of this, there's a blooper reel that doesn't exist anymore. I talked about how Mississippi State was one, one game away from a national title, which that'd be nice. We're not there yet. But Mississippi State is one one away for, from contending for a national title. That's a big word sandwich. Again, my name's Ethan Lee. I'm glad to have you here. If you have any questions, just throw them at me on Twitter, um, and I'll answer them of some time. Might do a special episode just for Q&As. But we're going to talk about how Mississippi State, almost contending for a national title this year, um, we're going to talk about how we can do some good. We're going to talk about the, uh, the wonderful interview that was the Terry Powell interview. Um, jump into Mississippi State's pitching situation. Now, the Bulldogs are actually in a really good position to go and contend for that national title that they're one one win away from contending for. And we're going to talk a little bit about Texas Tech and Florida. I'll answer any questions that have come in. Might do another Q&A episode in a bit. But Mississippi State just needs to beat Oregon State. That's easier said than done. But Mississippi State, if they can beat Oregon State, um, only have to do it once. Oregon State has to beat you twice. So you're in a really good situation here. Um... Mississippi State really controls their own destiny. The Bulldogs, when they beat Washington in stunning walk-off fashion, set themselves on a trajectory that they were in control of their own destiny from there. Um, when they beat North Carolina by 10 runs, that set them up for a few extra days of rest, which was really, really good especially in the College World Series, especially when all of your players have gone through a full season and then a full postseason. Um, and your opponents, at this point, they have to go through the elimination bracket. And what Oregon State had to do, they lost their first game and had to go through the full brunt of that elimination bracket. It's where their backs were against the wall when they played Washington. They beat Washington. Um, Oregon State then has to play North Carolina, and then they beat North Carolina. And now they are, well, they lost their first game to North Carolina. Beat Washington, beat North Carolina, and now they're going to play their fourth game uh, in, what, five, six, seven days? Something like that, seven days? Um, six days. So Oregon State, a very good team, a very deep team, has to go through all of their depth at this point to be able to get through even the game which is Friday, what is it, June 22nd, June 23rd, June 22nd, to even be able to get to force a second game against Mississippi State. So the Beavers are not in a great position right now, whereas Mississippi State, they're able to play their just their third pitcher, their third starting pitcher so far. Mississippi State has taken a much easier route to get to this point, to be able to force Oregon State into this sort of elimination territory. So, again, Oregon State has to beat 
Mississippi State twice. The Bulldogs only have to get one win out of two games. Not a bad situation to be in, especially with how Oregon State has gone through their pitchers. Jacob Billingsley will be the starter in the first game against Oregon State. Hopefully there won't be a second game. Should there be a second game, then you've got Ethan Small coming out. Probably going to be Ethan Small. Um, Which at that point, Oregon State's at the back end of their rotation. You're throwing your best pitcher against them. And they are at that point probably gone through just about every arm they have. That's a really, really good situation to be in. Um, But again, Oregon State still a really good team. Mississippi State can't take this lightly. But the position that they've put themselves in, what is in front of them, it's hard to go ahead and like boil it down to one thing, but Mississippi State just needs one win. And I've been babbling. So what we're going to do is we're going to move on to how we can do some good. And one good thing that's come out of this wonderful College World Series run is the interview with Terry Powell. If you haven't seen this, you need to go look it up. Go look at Maroon White Nation's breakdown of it. I was able to uh, talk to Megan Stewart. I also just wrote something up about the video itself. It's phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, you've missed out. If you have seen it, you probably know what I'm talking about. But Terry Powell is a Mississippi State fan who goes up to Omaha. And I I can't spoil the entire video for you, but he starts talking about his wife's boyfriend's prosthetic leg being sold so he could get a trip to Omaha. And it is the best thing you'll see on the the internet probably this this month. It's fantastic. It also is a great way of mocking the fact that narrative that um, Mississippi State fans, when they traveled up to Omaha in 2013, didn't have much money to do so. And that, that was more or less Powell's goal. I was able to talk to him. I've got something coming out about like how that interview came to be and just who Powell is. And incredibly great guy, incredibly entertaining guy. You need to go see this video. But one thing that we can do some good out of this is we can talk about Alzheimer's because of this. And another story that's come out with Mississippi State's run to Omaha is Matt and Billy Lee. Um, now, William Lee, Billy Lee, Bill Lee, I, I don't know his preferred first name, whatever you want to what you want to call him, what he prefers to go as, but um, he's battling Alzheimer's. Matt Lee, his son, drove up from Florida when Mississippi State beat Vanderbilt, surprises him, says, hey, for Father's Day, let's watch the College World Series together, except we're not going to do it here in your living room, we're going to do it in Omaha. So they were able to go up to Omaha, see Mississippi State's walk-off win against Washington, get embraced by the entire Mississippi State community, and then return back home. It's a wonderful story. If you haven't seen that one, that might just about top the uh, the Terry Powell interview in terms of just wholehearted like goodness, richness for the soul. But it's still, it, it, these are both great things. But Terry Powell told me, and when I was able to talk to him on the phone earlier, he doesn't want this focus, all this inter, you know, internet fame to be just about him. He doesn't want that. That's, that's not his goal here. Yeah, he wanted to mock the, the narrative that kind of existed five years ago. But what he is trying to do now is raise awareness about, about Alzheimer's. Um, from Alzheimer's.org's site about just quick facts about Alzheimer's, more than 5 million Americans right now are battling this disease. 
by 2050, there's some speculation that that number may grow to nearly 14 million. Uh, that's, that's a lot of people. Um, every 65 seconds, someone in the United States develops this disease. And for those that aren't aware about what Alzheimer's does to you, it's a type of dementia, and it just truly debilitates who it who is fighting it. Um, you need 24-hour care. It is a very costly disease. And it is, what is it here? Alzheimer's disease is the sixth leading cause of death in the United States. It is the only cause of death among the top 10 in America that cannot be prevented, cured, or even slowed. Approximately half a million people, half a million people die each year because they have Alzheimer's. This is a disease that people are battling every day, and it's not just a small number. And even if it was a small number, that's something that we can and should try to do something about. And what Terry Powell is trying to do is he's trying to raise money. Um, so you can do that on alzheimers.org. There are several other sites that we can link to. Terry Powell has linked to do something on his Facebook page. So if you just go to Facebook and look up Terry Powell, he's got a pretty open Facebook page. And on his wall, he's posted a link there to donate to. So make sure you do some good there. But some other good that we can do today is for another Mississippi State fan, Stephanie Moore, who is a mother of three, was very, from her GoFundMe account, um, was a very tough woman who fought cancer right up to the end, and unfortunately passed away. And those uh, those three kids I mentioned are unfortunately now dealing with the fact that they don't have a mom. Um, and this is something that we, as Mississippi State fans, as Bulldogs, should do something about. They are trying to raise money for Stephanie's funeral expenses and to provide financial support for these amazing children who are in the midst of the unthinkable. All funds will be managed by a trusted family member. That's from their GoFundMe account. I'm going to link to that too, but if you can just go look up Stephanie Moore on either Twitter or Facebook or uh, um, GoFundMe's site itself, you'll find the link. You'll be able to do something about it. They're trying to raise $8,000. They are, what is it right now? I want to say they're at $1,770. That's, that's pretty short of their goal. We need to do something to help them. So that's why I'm talking about them. That's why I'm talking about Terry Powell, Billy Lee, Matt Lee. These are all things where we can do some good. And so I would encourage you right now, take some time, go do some of that if you were feeling led to do that. So but let's get back to Mississippi State and the fact that they're in Omaha. They're in the College World Series. Um, Jacob Billingsley is set to pitch against o- I almost said Ohio State and Oklahoma State at the same time. I was going to say Ohio State. That's not it. Jacob Billingsley versus Oregon State against Sanford back in the back in the regional Tallahassee regional. He had probably one of his best performances. Um, it was a season high seven innings pitched versus Sanford, which that was a pretty high scoring game. But what Billingsley did in that game was he was able to go through seven innings at a time when Mississippi State, who at that time was going through the elimination bracket, was struggling, was running out of arms to pitch. Billingsley eats up a lot of innings and allows Mississippi State to save as many arms as possible going into the final game, um, final two games with Oklahoma. Against Vanderbilt, he pitched well, 
similar sort of situation. He's the game three starter, comes in, does pretty much what he normally does, gives you three to four innings. What he did against Vanderbilt was 3.2 innings, so three and two-thirds innings. Gave up five hits, only allowed three runs, but only one of those was an earned run. Um, and struck out seven batters. Seven batters, that's that's tied for second best this year. His best came against Kentucky, where, yeah, wow. He struck out 11 against Kentucky, that's incredible. Um, but against Vanderbilt, he struck out seven and three and two-thirds innings. Only, well, gave up a home run, that kind of stinks. But really enabled Mississippi State to go out and be able to win that game against Vanderbilt. And now the Bulldogs are trusting him in what is arguably their biggest game of the season up to this point. Now, if they win against Oregon State, then there's going to be two bigger games. And yeah, we can talk about those. Or, well, three bigger games, potentially. We can talk about those later. But Billingsley has come in at key moments in this postseason and really done well. And now he's being trusted and arguably the biggest. Um, which I, I tend to agree with this move because if you if you can beat Oregon State in one game, you don't have to do two games. If you can beat them in one, that saves Ethan Small to go ahead and pitch in game one of the College World Series Finals. And that's really the matchup that you want. Uh, regardless of how the other side of the bracket goes, whether it goes two games, one games, you want Ethan Small to be able to be in that game one. Because then that lets you throw Connor Pilkington in game two. Ethan Small this year as a, what is it, 2.89 ERA is the best starter by far. 117 strikeouts, um, only 32 walks. He's only allowed 31 earned runs this year in 96.2, so 96 two-thirds innings pitched. Connor Pilkington, um, of these three historically, is the best this year. has been eh, but against North Carolina, um, goes and gets a 12-2 win, which is phenomenal. He needed that win. Um, so, is what? He gave up six hits, allowed two earned runs, struck out four. And, yeah, six innings. That's really, really good. Um... So if you can get him for game two, that sets you up with your best two pitchers there. And you really hope to beat Oregon State in one game, um, which allows you to just set up for a smooth, clean run into the final series of the College World Series. That said, if you do lose against, what would it be, their second best pitcher there? Second best starting pitcher and whoever just left in their bullpen against Oregon State is who I'm referring to here. Um, you've got Ethan Small on a full week's rest, ready to go for that second game. Which, that's, again, not a bad situation. And you can figure out who's going to throw, go throw um, in the College World Series Final Series later on, assuming you get there. But you're in a, an optimal situation here by having Jacob Billingsley throw against Oregon State. And tonight, you've got Texas Tech and Florida. Florida Gators are going to be playing against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Um, this is a game that you don't... Me, personally, I don't care who wins here. I, I really don't. Um, I'm not necessarily hoping Florida loses at this point. Because whoever wins here, you want the 
you really want the better of the two teams, so probably Florida. You want them to go and take Arkansas to two games. Try to eat up all of that pitching possible. Um, which Florida may be a little bit deeper in the bullpen, so maybe you don't want that. Um, but you just really hope that the winning team here goes on and is able to stretch out those games with Arkansas to be as lengthy as possible. So that way, once you get into the College World Series Finals, assuming State gets there too, you've got the best possible matchup. Well, well so we'll see what happens there. Um, Texas Tech, Florida play tonight. They play, when is it? Let me check real quick. June 21st. Yeah, that would be tonight. Assuming you're listening on June 21st at 7 p.m. Central Time. So, and these are two teams that I didn't necessarily expect to be here in the elimination bracket. Um, Texas Tech got here because they lost to Arkansas. Florida got here because they lost to Texas Tech in the first round of games. Florida beats Texas in the first elimination game. Now they're playing in the second elimination game. Um, Arkansas beat Texas Tech in that winner's bracket and was able to really set themselves up similarly to like how Mississippi State's set up in a great position. Arkansas is in that same sort of spot. So you really want Texas Tech or Florida, whoever wins here, to go and stretch out that one to two games. Put them in the if necessary game. Go ahead and stretch it and make it as hard on whoever comes out of that that side of the bracket in the three-game series that is the College World Series Finals. So, but again, Mississippi State playing June 22nd at 2 p.m. Central Dime against Oregon State in what will be, hopefully, the only game that Mississippi State has to play remaining in that side of the Omaha bracket. So now let's move on to questions. And at the moment, we've got one question from Will Lawrence. Is starting Billingsley the best move, or should you go small on one less day of rest? Yeah, no, I initially was opposed to this one, and this is something that I just touched on, but I initially was opposed to Billingsley starting. Um, I wanted them to go ahead and throw Ethan Small out there, go ahead and try to win it. Um, as for it being on one less day of rest, I guess it is technically one less day of rest. I thought they played on June 15th, not 16th, but... I was thinking, go ahead and try to win it. Just do everything you can. Just win it. Don't try to force two. Don't don't do anything like that. Win it, um, and probably use Ethan Small if you need to in a game three in the College World Series Finals, if there's a College World Series Finals game three. Um, but yeah, no, I, I guess Billingsley gives you your best shot to go ahead, win this game, and then go win the... World Series Finals in two, a better shot of that. And then, if need be, Billingsley can pitch Game 3. Um, it's just going to be tough without Oregon State. is so good. So, I think it's the best move. I think it's the best move that you can do right now with this pitching staff. Um, I think you go ahead and get every available arm ready in the bullpen. Um, because even Small can give you seven innings, maybe save Riley Self or Cole Gordon for the second game, if need be. Um, it's, it's just, Oregon State is such a touch, such a tough matchup. But right now, I think that's the best move we got. 
And I think that's, that's the end of the show because that's all I've got. Again, go look up Terry Powell and how he wants to help Alzheimer's research. Go look up Stephanie Moore. Do everything you can to help these people. These are some people that we could do some good with. Um, and for Mississippi State, they're one game away from contending for a national title. I don't think I've said that enough. That's really, really exciting news. So, again, my name's Ethan Lee. This is the Maroon and White Audible. You were listening to it. I'm over on Maroon and White Nation if you wanted to read some writing. Because you can't really read audio stuff. You can listen to audio stuff. Again, my name's Ethan Lee. It was a pleasure having you all on. It was a pleasure to have you all listening. Thank you. You all have a good one.